GritCast episode 11 brought to you by Healthy Bean Organic Coffee at HBO Coffee on Twitter. HealthyBeanCoffee.com. Promo code GritNox. Take a couple points off. Uh, Makarut, Chia, Rui Boss, Diamond, Piss, Twinkles, Sparkles, um, goddamn Magic Dragon shit. Like, it'll change your fucking life. Adds 50 points to your credit score and makes your dick three inches bigger. Congratulations. You got some goddamn healthy bean coffee. Fucking drink it. Healthybeancoffee.com. Welcome. Episode 11 with my man, Tennessee from the wild north, making it back to Tennessee. What's up, Bubba? How's it going? How's it going? Good to finally have you out here, man. We talked about it a couple times. We was uh, going to get you on for the Florida game, but uh, we kind of drank a little bit too much every night, and it just never never really got where it needed to be, but... Um, Glad to have you back. I brought you in, all right? Other than being Ivan Dragoff's son, um, <laughs> there's one thing I want to ask you about. And it's this article I read, and I thought about you when I read it. Um, John LeFevre, I said that name wrong, and I will not go back on it because I don't care. But it's called How to Be a Man, the 2018 edition. And um, a whole bunch of stuff. He wrote this article for Business Insider. I'll uh I'll plug it in for the Twitter, but this will be a uh, hopefully like a four to five part series because he covered like a hundred different things. But he wrote an article for Business Insider about how to be a man, and um, it's just fun. I mean, I don't agree with all of them, but I really fuck with a lot of them, and that's very rare on any random ass article that you'll pick up nowadays. Um. So we're just going to start. No small talk, no nothing. Let's just start getting into this shit. All right. I'm going to read a title. I'm going to read a segment. And then you're going to say if you agree or disagree. And then uh, if we want to argue, we'll argue. We might just roll through some of them, but I kind of doubt it. This, All right. this list is very, very lengthy. So I, I assume we're not going to hit every single one of these. Yeah, you should have studied the first five because I doubt we get out of ten. <laughs> Um, all right, so number one, ignore the booze. They usually come from the cheap seats. Now, we are Tennessee football fans. Most of what we do is boo from what they consider the cheap seats. Do you feel like a voice, a boo, negativity? Do you feel like that's only something for the cheap, or what do you think? Um... I feel like this not only is relating to that, but also just in general with your life and, and its everyday activities. Okay. You know, ignoring the booze, you know, I think this is referring to more of, you know, you're going to have people that don't like you for whatever reason, but most of the time those people that don't like you, um, they don't matter, so you, you don't really need to pay attention to those booze because they're coming from the cheap seats, those... Those, those folks that are booing you are either jealous of you or, you know, they want what you have, so. But, no, nah, but you can't, like, if somebody says, bro, you smell like shit, you listen. <laughs> well, in, in, in accordance to, to that comment, obviously. But. Well, I mean, if, if we're going broad scope, I want to go broad scope. Sure. Yeah, so like, let's say like if I'm out there, if, if I'm driving down the interstate and somebody rolls their window down at me and says, you drive like a fucking asshole. Is he wrong? The first person is wrong. What about the second person? Well, I suppose that would depend on how you react to that comment. <laughs> oh, there won't be a... Well, I won't get the same comment out of the same person more than once. But, uh, yeah. Um Maybe that's also a machismo aspect of it. Like saying like, if you look like you belong in a situation and you feel like you belong and you act like you belong in a certain situation, most people are going to think, okay, that guy belongs here. Um, like in football, 
it's a little bit different because, I mean, we all watch it. We all study it. Not everybody played it, especially not at that level. But you can look at it and say, okay, this guy has no idea what the fuck he's talking about. He's getting exploited. He got this job. Should that person listen to the booze? No. Should the people who hire him listen to the booze? Maybe. Right? I think a good example of this not listening to the booze would be um, iPhone versus Android. You're I'm not Android ready to user. fucking... All right, God damn it, user. Yo, we made it. One <laughs> out of 98, and you're already ready. You're an Android user. You I am an Android user. You don't listen to the booze. Because I'm too busy being fucking awesome, dude. Uh, like, I mean, I mean, who is more divided? Democrats... <sighs> Republicans or iPhone iPhone versus Android users. I feel like it's got to be phone users. The, no. The phone users are they're very divided. It's a it's a very controversial topic. All right, look. I'm not trying to get into Android versus iPhone right now. I mean, I know this is something that was going to come up, but um look up something on your phone. Like look up something on the internet. What are you going to use? Apple's proprietary search software? I'm going to use Safari. No, you're not. No, that's you're fucking not. Use. You're going to use Google. And But that's Safari is the browser for the Google website. Uh-huh. You're going to use Google. You use Ask Jeeves, Bing. You're going to use fucking Google. Don't act like you sure, don't. Sure, sure, sure. Google, of course. What's your email address? What's your personal email address? Hotmail. It's Hotmail. MSN? Yeah. No, it's Hotmail. Hotmail. Okay. Uh, I wonder how many uh, M-E email addresses exist versus Gmail. No, a lot of people got iCloud. Mm, do they? It's pretty popular. Okay. Anyways, God damn, we are off on the first fucking topic. <laughs> this is going to go great. Um, all right. Number two. I really like this one. Never tell someone you hate your job. If you're still working there in six months, they know you're a loser. Dude, that is that is heat. This one's pretty good. Um, I definitely. I've got agree frustrated with this concept for sure. I've got frustrated in my job all the time. I love selling lumber, and yes, everybody hates their job. Sometimes you cannot tell a customer that because a customer will know you're a loser if you're still doing it six months from now. Oh, I hate this. I'm going somewhere else, and then. You're still doing it in six months? Dude, fly on the wall. You have no respect for that guy, right? For sure. You had a situation like that? I have several people that I work with that definitely talk about they hate working there, which is kind of odd to me because uh, our job is fairly easy. But You're a problem solver, right? I, kinda? I would think if, if you hate your job that much, then, you know... People hate their if job, but they depend really on the If you're really going to man up, you're just going to not work there anymore if you really hate it that much. You know, there's no amount of money that makes it worth it if you're miserable every day when you come to work. No, there's a lot of amounts of money that are worth it. But money doesn't always equal happiness. There has to be some sort of work-life balance to where if you're, you know, the amount of money you pay plus the amount of time off and things like that, that equal out to where you're happy with your situation. You know, a lot of people make a lot of money, but they don't have any time off, and their life is their job. And uh, that's that's something that I would never want to have. You know, more money would always be great, but the time off and a life outside of your job is also pleasant as well. So you think the number one kind of like for people who hate their jobs, they're the type of people who just hate their home life, and then they use the job as a scapegoat? I think a lot of people that hate their job... Um, are happy mostly with on salary and they're overworked because once you're on salary they, they have you and they can work you as many hours as they want and they're never going to have to pay you over that amount that you're set at Yeah, I think that's where a lot of people get caught up you know because then they're, they're ex- more is expected of them because they're on salary and they don't really have set hours that makes sense to me alright okay number three and I'm married and have been for a long time um so i'm gonna lean to you on this one never cancel dinner plans with a woman 
by text message. How many dinner plans have you canceled via text in the last two years? Two years. Oh, man. I, I can only think of one time I've done this, and I felt really bad because I feel, you know, like I'm letting them down when I just stand someone up. So I'd rather just never make dinner plans with them than to make the plans and then cancel them. Um, but anything being any sort of appointment being canceled by text message is always a bad look. It just makes it look like you just don't care. You know, if you don't even have enough. Um, some people hate being called on the phone. Some people do hate being called on the phone, but a phone call shows a, to me at least, a different level of caring about what your whatever it is whether it's an appointment or talking to someone or you know for instance like on your birthday if someone sends you a text it doesn't mean as much as if someone calls you and says hey happy birthday compared to someone to send you a text like hey happy birthday A, a text message when you send a text message is something that says this is on my terms like i text you i delete i erase this is what i'm sending 100 on my terms this is offense this is me pushing uh my thoughts to you a phone call is more back and forth a little more thoughtful um i mean it is what it is but today's day and age y'all just on tinder and shit like that (laughs) all right number four know at least one good joke can you tell me a joke right now (laughs) this one i definitely fell at I feel like I'm a fairly funny person to be around, but I don't have really any set jokes that I tell. You need a joke. Everybody needs a joke. I don't think you necessarily need a joke. I think the people that need a joke are the people that aren't naturally funny. Like, those are the people that are kind of socially awkward that need one good joke in their back pocket to kind of break the ice. Okay, well, okay. Now, what if you're in a group and there's going to be some socially awkward people in that group and they've got their joke that they studied and they've been saying for years and then you put them on the spot and the joke bombs so you've got to have a corny joke to kind of bail them out of it like um like go to for me which is so corny and i don't fucking care um pirate walks into his bar and his bar he's got this uh, giant mast wheel shoved in the front of his pants and the bartender looks at him and he says the fuck is that going on in your pants and he says ah it's driving me nuts and um that's a great joke dude that is a fantastic <laughs> joke how you make a kleenex dance you put a little boogie in it i don't know that i would get so far carried away as to say that's a great joke it's, it's a great okay. joke dude it's, it's a okay. fantastic joke did you chuckle i chuckled a little bit but yeah yeah I, it's okay it's okay uh-huh on um, one to five, I'd probably give it a three. I read one on the Twitter machine today that was kind of funny, and it's kind of in our area. But um, and I know I'm gonna fuck this up because it's off the top of the head. But um, three folks stand on top of uh Mount Lacan, a Vanderbilt fan, a Tennessee fan, and an Alabama fan. And uh, the Vanderbilt fan looks and he says, "This is for Vanderbilt." He jumps off, and uh. Tennessee fan said, this is for Tennessee, and he shoves the Alabama fan off the mountain. <laughs> it's good, dude. Everybody needs One a good joke. One less idiot in the world is always a good thing. Yeah, you know? All right, number well, five. I feel like we should skip around to some of these. We don't no, we shouldn't. No, we shouldn't, dude. How the fuck am I going to keep track of this shit? <laughs> dude, no. You get them as they come. You don't okay, just to okay, get okay. to get all the good ones. Damn it. Dude, all right. You don't have to keep every secret, just the important ones. Oh man, that's a doozy. I f- I feel like this one is very important in relation to you know, I feel like you got to keep every secret especially if it's from someone that's a close friend or someone that you even consider a friend. Mm-hmm. You know, but when you think about it, who is what random people are just telling you a secret that aren't your friends? So, Way too many. So I guess if it's just somebody random then I suppose it's not that big of a deal, but any secret that your friends tell you, I, I think should be kept unless the permission is given to go ahead and let the cat out of the bag. But I think sometimes, and especially kind of in like sports media, like being around a lot of these guys, like there's, 
there are some secrets that they just they get out um and they kind of need to be out and number one if you tell someone a secret and it's somebody else's secret like if somebody comes to me and says grit my uh i have cancer okay i'm gonna tell like everybody no i'm not gonna tell anybody that shit yeah yeah i'm not gonna tell anybody that because you put that on me now if somebody comes to me and says hey man blah 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 said going through some hard times man i'm a little bit worried about him i saw him doing this you know i'm uh, i'm afraid for him i'm uh i don't know what to do about him dude i might make that slip if it's something like that like somebody who cares about you um but yeah that's a hard one dude i mean a secret i mean that is uh the old saying is um the only way that two people can keep a secret is if one of them is dead and um that's very true and i don't know this one i would like to see some scenarios about people and secrets like that one secret that you wish you could have kept I mean, I think I'm pretty good about it. I had a I had a security clearance once upon a time. I kept some good secrets. Still keep them to this day, government. <laughs> All right, number six. You can either make people happy when you walk into a room or when you walk out of one. It's up to you. I like this one a lot. This is probably my favorite one so far on the list. Quit reading. I'm not going to fucking number 37. I like this one a lot because I think this one, we all know that person that when they're at an event or a gathering or whatever it may be that no one wants to be around and they're miserable to be around and everyone is just almost relieved when they leave. Yeah. And you never want to be that guy. You Mm. always want to be the guy that when you walk in the room, everyone's excited that you're there and they want to talk to you. And I think this one is a, that's a good rule to go by. You know, if, if, if people are excited that you're leaving, you know, it's definitely time to be introspective and look at yourself of like, what am I doing that people don't like being around me? You don't want to forget your hat and then walk back into the room and then hear that. God, I'm glad he's fucking gone. Oh, that'd be the worst. That would be the worst. Yeah, I think that one's my favorite so far of of all the ones that we've read. Even though it's, we've only gotten to number six because these are they're short statements, but they're pretty deep. No, they're so bold because I mean it's a lifestyle decision, and um, it's it's a one and it's a bit to be on purpose. Like this guy, this uh, Lefevre, like I mean this took a this takes a lifetime to write. I mean, this is talking to old folks. Like, this is talking to your grandpops. Like, this is saying, like, so what would you have done right? Or what have you done wrong? What could you have done better? You know, when it's all said and done, when all the bullshit's over, when the when the work is done and everything else, and you think about the relationships that you had when you were trying to make it as a person. Because, I mean, ultimately, we're all just trying to just give our families a good life develop a nest egg for our families enjoy ourselves when we can but mainly this life is about work but there's so many opportunities and so many situations you have where you could burn folks along the way and um that's the stuff you probably think about when it's over i mean i see like this is some of the things like this is a a one sentence statement that you can get out of somebody when they're towards the end of their life you know, and I mean, that's, uh, I don't know, man, that's heavy. All right, anyways, all right. Um, number seven, never ask the same question twice. This can be very frustrating, um, especially in a work environment when you're trying to deliver something for a customer or a client and they're asking you the same thing that you've already answered previously. Cause it means they're not listening. That means they're not listening. So anytime someone hits you with the same question back to back, you know that they're not paying attention to anything you're saying. Yeah. So that for me is very frustrating. So I, I definitely would try my best to avoid asking the same question. You know, you always want to let people know that you're paying attention to what they're saying. No one wants to 
feel like they're talking to the wall. Yeah. Um, yeah, likewise. Like, um, but also, not even just that. Sometimes if people don't get the answer that they want from you, they're going to ask you the same thing again, hoping the answer changes. And that's one of the most frustrating things. And I can see both sides like, well, are you sure this is what you mean? If you're going to ask somebody the same thing again, word it differently. Don't make it sound like you're not listening. Make it sound like, I don't understand what you're saying. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but do you really mean that we need to get there at 8 o'clock when the game's at 10? You know, like, word it differently. So I understand what you're saying, but I kind of disagree. A lot of people need to work on that. I, for one, I probably need to work on that. I mean, everything in here, if you say it's not something I need to work on, then that's mean it's something you don't take seriously. Right. You know, all right, number nine. Number eight, (laughs) never stop dating your wife. Keep doing what you did to get her in the first place. I am married. As an unmarried man, I feel like this is super important. It really is. I think that as someone that's not married, I feel like if you want to maintain a happy relationship, you have to keep doing the things that attracted your wife in the first place. Otherwise, you know, once it's past that point and you're married and she's like, who is this guy? I don't, this is not the guy that I met 10 years ago. Yeah. You know that, I think that one is spot on and I, you could definitely speak to that more than I could, but you're 100% right. And that's why the divorce rate is so high in a lot of these situations. And it gets harder. Like, um, married without kids um that's a little bit it's it's easier to do that because you can just decide one night to go on a date like when you're dating it's kind of one of those things like i might see you maybe three nights a week might see you four nights a week um nights a week not four mornings not you know when you see someone nonstop, you kind of take that for granted. For sure. And um, that is a very, this is one of the most important ones, I think, to me. Absolutely. So, like, when we actually, and, like, me and the wife, like, I mean, we've been together for uh, a decade. Cho- choose your numbers wisely here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think about the, the <laughs> my wife got our, uh, when we got married, tattooed on her. So, that's the first number that I think about. But, yeah, we were together, you know, two, three years 11 years before that I don't remember I'm not good at numbers um but uh it's very important because you can when you have a kid and you have a sitter and you maybe don't think you need a date like bro you need that shit like dude like it just does something like it'll be like 11 o'clock some of the like the weekday bars are closing weekday because you're married folks you don't get on on weekends like that and you're like man this is fun and then you kind of just remember it's like okay we need to do this more to keep this going and that's why the divorce rate is so high for sure especially folks with kids man you don't ever want it to get just to where it's a convenient and comfort thing you don't want to get too comfortable yeah, but it's you impossible. Your, you don't want to take Bro, your have you ever granted. have you ever wore sweatpants? <laughs> have you ever wore sweatpants? I love sweatpants. Yeah, how comfortable are they? They're very comfortable. Imagine flannel sweatpants. That sounds great. Yeah. You want to be comfortable. <laughs> but sometimes you I should, have I should to, say you don't want to get too comfortable to where you don't yeah. do things that lets your significant other know that you still appreciate them. Yeah. And that you're not taking them for granted. Yeah. And that's a big thing. And I, I really do like that, though. Um, but, I mean, you're not going to keep, like... Yeah, it, it's a good thing to keep in the back of your mind because, I mean, you see folks that are, like, 90 and they've been together for 70 years. And you think about that number, dude. And, like, the way they are, the way they spark, like... That's what keeps that shit going. And it's hard, dude. It is work. Oh, for sure. On both sides, dude. Anything anything worth uh, worth having is going to require some work. 
Are you the same person right now, Soda? Are you the same person physically that you were when you were seven years old? Yes. Yes. No, physically, I mean, mentally, no. But physically, yo, that's you. Before Ivan Drago bred you <laughs> and wanted you to fight Adonis Creed's son, oh. uh, or Apollo Creed's son, Adonis, <laughs> like, um, you know, you're still that physical same person. That's you. Your eyeballs are the same size as when you're born, you know? And that's a true stat I just made up. <laughs> but you've got to remember who you were, and they're still that same person, too. Let's continue. Let's continue. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> All right. Um, number nine, don't let your job define you as a person. I think this one definitely ties in with number two of never tell someone you hate your job. Don't make me Because I okay. think that most of the people that I work with that do hate their job, they fall into the trap of number nine that their job is their, it is their life. And that's why they hate their job because that's all they do. They get up every day, they come to work, and then they go home and start the process over. You know, they go to sleep, they get up, and it's just a five-day grind of this autopilot almost. Yeah. And they they don't do anything outside of work or, you know, you know, that's just their job is their life. And that's probably mostly why they hate it. Um, for me, I always try to make sure that I'm not falling into that because an, an employer almost always will their, their goal as the employer is to get the most amount of production out of you for the least amount of money that they can pay you. That is their goal. So if you let them work you more mm -hmm. and you don't put those hours on your time card or whatever it may be, they're going to do that because that's in their best interest. That's how they're, they make more money that way if they get more production out of you without having to pay you for it. And you become a zombie to something that is so much less than what you could actually be. For sure. The, the work is obviously a necessary means to an end, but it you can't let it be who you are. You have to have some sort of life out of work, whether it's exercise or activities with your family or whatever it may be. You, you can't just repeat that same routine every day and just fall into the rut to where you hate coming to work every day. Yeah. I'm with you, dude. Yeah. All right. Number 10. Stop talking about where you went to college. I didn't go to college. I just got GI Bill paperwork yesterday in the mail and Maybe I'm going to be a college boy. Congrats, congrats. Yeah, I'm really proud of my fucking self. Maybe I can get a fucking laptop out the government. <laughs> you know? Um, I mean, this is stupid. I mean, this is for, like, Stanford, Ivy League type people. Um, and I think maybe that's a situation. Like, okay, when we were bitching about Tennessee football, so every two weeks over the last ten years, um if you didn't go to Tennessee, if they found out you did not go to the University of Tennessee, you got shit on. And that's nothing. And I don't know. Maybe I don't have a good version of this argument, but I don't think this is an argument. Do you see this as anything? I I, I know who this is. I know the people that this is talking about. I mean, spell them out. I, I did go to school, but that's not something I ever bring up. I feel like the only time I ever mentioned where I went to school is when someone asked me where I went to school. I think this more applies to the people that, like your Ivy Leaguers or your How about them upper apples? echelon schools, you know, colleges and universities that those guys are always wanting to throw around, a, oh, yeah, I went to Harvard or Yale or Vanderbilt see, Matt or Damon. See, Matt Damon, I don't know if you know much about this. Matt Damon was a janitor at Harvard, and then somebody left this, like, unsolvable equation on the chalkboard and he solved it bro solved it awkward pause <laughs> Matt the only thing I think of you, you never Damon, seen Goodwill Hunting dude I saw Goodwill Hunting I knew what you were talking about I the only thing I think of with Matt Damon every time I hear Matt Damon's name is on Team America World Police where they God, keep repeating shut up dude Matt shut up Damon. dude 
Shut up. All right, number 11. God damn it. All right. Always carry cash. Keep some in your front pocket. I am the world's absolute worst with this one. I never carry cash. I never have it on me. I hate having cash on me. Um, I like is, having this cash. This is 2018, about to be 2019. I do like having Ca- cash. Cash is not necessary. Cash is king. I'm a lot less likely to use your place of business if you are cash only. No if one is cash only. If you don't have some only. sort of card machine or Apple Pay or something that I can do digitally or electronically, it's not happening. I'm not coming there. If I have to go to an ATM before I come to your business, I'm not coming. There's one place that's been cash only that I've dealt with in the last like two or three years, and that was outside of a uh, bass tournament with a uh, one of my buddies, and uh, they had tacos. It was a taco truck, and it was a cash only truck, and they spoke no fucking English, but they sold some badass like they had cucumbers and heirloom tomatoes and all kinds of shit. Any fucking ways. All right. So let me let me pick one. I want to pick one. No, 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 no. We're going down. The, no, we're not going to make it through the old fucking. So let list. me let me skip the one that that I think is important. God damn it, dude! All right. So number sixty. Yeah, fuck you, number sixty. Know your way around the kitchen. I feel like I can outcook your this ass. This is so important. I can outcook your ass. And that's not true. Uh, I have witnesses is. that can attest for that. I'm You're a, a Viking, bro. You're a fucking Viking. I am a very good cook. I definitely know my way around the kitchen. But fucking you, motherfucker went to number sixty. You, you know what else is in the kitchen? The coffee maker. You know what kind of coffee you got in your coffee maker? Tell me. Healthy bean organic coffee. I love you, bro. It's high in protein. Yeah. It encourages and helps facilitate <laughs> weight loss. I love you, bro. Fiber and iron are included. Tell it's good them. for your heart. What? Improved brain, brain function. What? It's anti-inflammatory. What? And it's certified organic. Ooh. What, what else could you ask for? Healthybeancoffee.com. <laughs> Promo code GRITNOX. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I went from hating you to loving you so fucking fast. Please buy my coffee. <laughs> So I, I don't even want to talk about this list anymore. We, we've opined on the list enough. What do we stop at? Number 11? Okay, that's a good one. All right. All right. There's something that you want to argue about. And I know what it is. It's not even an argument. It's just my opinion. Tell these lovely folks at home what you want to argue about. I don't think there's much of an argument. iPhone is superior to Android. Oh, okay. So Apple versus Google. It's not necessarily Apple versus Google because in, on my Apple device I can use Google. Mm-hmm. So it's not. I can have iTunes on my Apple you, on my Android device. You can have iTunes. So the argument is more of. I don't. That sounds like a you problem. It's not. <laughs> but there's there's not really much to argue about. Uh, iPhone is superior. Especially if you have more than one Apple product, you have everything linked with the cloud, everything's synced up. The cloud. All right, so why is the cloud your go-to? The, the picture quality is significantly better. It's not. The screen resolution is also better. It's not. Um, you know, if you want to look at video that looks like it was shot in the 60s, then Android's your product. It's not. It is what it is. A lot of it's a very controversial subject. It's not. Of all the mean things I've ever said, nothing got a rise out of people more than saying Android was for the poor's. That is funny. Like I do love <laughs> that argument. Like it's for the poor's. Like the devices don't cost the exact same amount of fucking way too much money. That's why it's so funny. Is because the but the, the number one device are so close in price that. There's not any difference. They're all about the same amount. Because iPhone be also... $75 difference. But iPhone also flushes your own people out. Like, remember when they got in trouble, when Apple got in trouble for downgrading their own devices before it was time to promote? That's just good business practices on their part. Yeah, nothing they're forcing wrong with you, that. They're forcing you into an upgrade. Yeah. 
what, I'm sure the other the other devices are doing that too. They just haven't been caught doing it. Your TVs at home, what are they? My TV at home is a Sharp. It's a Sharp Aquos. Oh, poor. Um, okay, uh, what is your microwave? My microwave? Oh, man, I don't even know if I know what brand it is. Poor. I know it's, it's stainless steel, but I don't know poor. what brand it is. Okay, what's your stove? I have no clue. Oh, poor. All right, what's your refrigerator? Uh, Frigidaire? Okay, okay. I respect Frigidaire. I will give you that. Um, Android can run all of those because they are capable of putting their devices, their software into multiple different devices and not being hung up on the actual chalice that is the phone. That's probably true. No, it's not probably true. It is true. That that's not to say that Apple can't do the same thing. Yeah, They're but they won't because no one has nine thousand dollars for a Frigidaire. Apple is all about being proprietary and keeping everything in house. Uh-huh. The positives to that, except for your personal data, are for them that you know everything is proprietary, so it's all kept you know close to the vest. And the other part of that is that because the way they operate they're going to force you into an upgrade which people are doing anyway most people are getting a new phone every two years mm-hmm. yeah i mean i get a new phone every two years less than that most of the time um unless i break it before the two years is up which has mm-hmm. happened before yeah um but the other great part about apple speaking of breaking things is that the customer service is superior in every way i don't know if you've ever used apple care but it is a very white glove experience. So I can stand in line with 30 other motherfuckers with their fucking MacBooks that should be fucking fish tanks. <laughs> uh, you, you know, you can call ahead. And I could go to the fucking mall. You can call ahead and make an appointment and it's a nice store. You're not just standing in line. You're sitting down looking at. They're very, they're very brilliant in the way they set it up. They have you Instead of just going to the cell phone store. Right, they have you sit down at a table that has at the mall or new phones, and they have you sit there and play with those phones to where you're more likely to buy a new phone or tablet at the fucking mall, which still exists. The mall does exist. Uh-huh. Mall of America is great. Mm-hmm. Shout out Mall of America. So if you have to look up something, like say, like if I give you a thing, I'm like, who won the Super Bowl in 1997? Okay, but are you asking how? How do you look that, that up? Yeah, I would Google it. Mm. Google. Funny you say that. I'm pretty sure that was the Denver Broncos before I even looked that up. I was thinking it was the yeah. Um, but anyways, Android is Google. What's your web browser of choice? Safari. No, it's is the search it, engine is would it, be Google. But you use Safari. But Safari is what I use, yes. Even on my work iPhone, I have Google Chrome. Maybe that's just because I'm such a homer. I don't know. I think you're just a homer. Yeah. No, and I will admit that. Yeah. No, I love that. My email is Gmail. I, I, just, I just don't see it, dude. Like, Google just started making their own phones. Like, we're on the third one. LG. 97 Samsung. Super Bowl was Green Bay, by the way. 98 was Denver. I just wanted got my that, ears mixed up. I just wanted it to hurt more. <laughs> <laughs> Big Vikings fan fucking <laughs> over here. Ivan Drago fucking, uh, what's his name? What's the Viking from the Viking show? You're talking about the mountain from Game of Thrones? No, 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 no. The big motherfucker. The actual true. Oh, uh, oh what is his name? Rothbuck. Leif Erickson. No, no, no. Admiral. <sighs> Roth. Ag- All right, I'm not trying. All right, any fucking way. Any fucking ways. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Dude, so you're not winning me over right now, dude. I've given you refrigerators. I'm not trying to win you I've over. I've got washers and dryers. It's very it's very clear the hierarchy of phone owners. Android is for the pores. Apple is for the advanced non-plebeians. Yeah, what is what the fuck is a plebeian, dude? I'm tired of seeing that on your goddamn Twitter. The fuck is a plebeian? Uh, 
it's a commoner from like ancient Rome. So the common folk would be, you know, a member of the lower social class would be considered a plebeian. That is so fucking stupid. <laughs> like, I love you, bro. That is fucking stupid. You should love it even more now that you know what it means. No, it's pretty dumb. <laughs> it's pretty fucking dumb now that you mention it, dude. All right, so, man, give a fucking argument, dude. You shut down the fucking thing from earlier, dude. I'm still not convinced that I'm iPhone people are smarter. You. Y'all are I, not I creative. Y'all are not creative. I don't think iPhone people are smarter. I just honestly... Love, you just throw more money at a fucking wall. I love... The things I love about iPhone are... It doesn't allow me really, to think for myself. I'll lay it out for you really simple. The, Please. The things I love are... I love the cloud. I hope you lose your AirPods. To where if I have more than one Apple device, they're all synced up and every all the data is shared. Google does the same goddamn thing. I'm not saying Google doesn't. I love that. I also love that the device itself, the software, it just works. My phone is never. Oh, it works. My is phone is, is your fucking crashed. functionality? You know, for me personally, I don't want to customize a bunch of things on there. That's not what I want to do. I just want when my phone, when I open it up and I want to do something, I just want it to work. That's I don't want it to Android. crash. I don't want it to freeze. Androids up. don't crash. They do crash. No, I don't want to have to don't. reset it and turn it on and off. I don't. I've never had to do that with my phone when it was an Apple phone, so I like that. And then what? There's, there's what a Android level, phone hurts you? There, there's also a certain level of. I mean, let's be honest. There's a certain level of. Let's be honest. Just. Uh, I don't know how you would say this. I guess. In English, like preferably. Cachet or like stunning on people of having an iPhone, the most recent iPhone. I don't know. Is it just a social thing? I guess like people look at an iPhone differently than they look at like an Android device. Yeah, I look at a guy that says he just that guy. Like he's not bringing anything to the table. <laughs> he's not creative, <coughs> like me. at all. I I don't necessarily think people that have an Android are are creative. I, yeah. I think a lot of the people that have an Android are the people that are uh, 9-11 truthers and just... Uh, flat Earth. Flat Earthers. That, that yeah, I will the, give you that. The customization That's of pretty the, the goddamn sheep. funny. The Apple sheep. That's pretty <laughs> goddamn funny. I will give you that. 80% of Flat Earthers probably own android Flat phones Earthers are confirmed android users there's dumb no motherfuckers there's no doubt about that god damn flat earth is so fucking stupid yeah unfortunately one of my one of my guys Kyrie, is a flat earther yeah but he came out and said he was kidding so he wasn't i'll though. give him a pass he still isn't though he said he was kidding so I he wasn't kidding word. nobody kids about flat i'll take earth. him at his word he seems like a stand-up guy. I'll take him at his worldview, which is flat. <laughs> He's balling out lately, though. But I ain't trying to have a basketball conversation. Y'all done sunned me earlier. Y'all made me feel like a fucking idiot at the bar, dude. What about football? What about football? Let's talk about NFL. All right, say some things, bro. So, so got some big games coming up this week. Yeah. My Vikings going for... Wild card spot, winning in against the Bears. Yeah, <laughs> good um, luck with that. Big shit. game here locally. You guys are all fired up. Titans yeah, I'm on the way Colts. to Nashville. I need tickets, by the way. Someone give this man some tickets. I'll pay a reasonable amount, but I'm lower bow only. So I so know my worth. For the playoff picture, um, it's shaping up like the favorites are the Saints and the NFC. AFC, that'll be the Chiefs. I feel like the Saints have got figured out lately, though. I actually think the opposite. I think the Saints have kind of looked a little bit rocky the last couple weeks. Um, and I think that's more of, you know, as the season goes along and you already have your division locked up. and You get figured out in the NFL pretty fucking quick. Well, you get figured out, but also... Their division's already locked up, and it has been for a while now. And there's not really a whole lot for them to play for. And I think you get just fatigue of 
when you're not really striving for something else, you're just kind of waiting for the playoffs to start. And that's a kind of a dangerous game, especially since they've already came out and said they're planning on sitting players. So that means they're going to have, you know, this week they're not going to play and then they're going to sit out for the bye, obviously. So you're going to have two weeks off. You know, this seems kind of like a dangerous thing to have your guys have two weeks off when you want to be kind of hitting them, hitting on all cylinders this time of year. So I'm looking forward to the Vikings game. I will be at the House of Pain on Sunday. And I wish you guys the best for the Titans. Hopefully they can get in. I'm falling asleep right now listening to you talk about this shit. <laughs> The sports doesn't. The sports talk doesn't interest you. Do, no, you. you like it's it? like I'm just. I'm just happy for everybody. I just want everybody to be friends. I mean, do you, I? I want you guys to get in the playoffs. I mean, I ultimately don't care, but for your <laughs> sake, I hope that you get in the playoffs. I mean, ultimately, I don't give an absolute fuck. I mean, I do care. Me, you might not care, but I do care. I want the Vikings to make the playoffs. Yeah, I know. I think we can make some noise. If I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm gonna tell you. I'm. I'm halfway. I'm halfway in this shit. I'm trying, like, I'm trying so fucking hard to be a Titans fan. Like, dude, like, I want to have something to love. Dude, all right, okay. My NFL life, like, my NFL fandom, all right. I came on home on leave probably, uh, was I on leave? Any, any fucking way. It's just, like, years, 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 10 years ago probably. I came home on leave. I was always a Raiders fan. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Like, deep on the Raiders. Like, deep on the Raiders. And I come home where at, like, Wild Wing Cafe. No, not Wild Wing Cafe. Uh, Quaker Steak, when it used to be out on Clinton Highway. And I'm out there with my pops and, like, his Harley guys and stuff like that. This might even be before I had the bike. And uh, I'm like... You know, it's football Sunday. We're watching the games, having a good time, having some beers, having some wings. And um, one of the guys looks at me and he says, uh, you're a Raiders fan. Like, why the fuck are you a Raiders fan? And I'm like, look. So I, I shoulder tap my pops and I said, I'm a Raiders fan because my pops was always a Raiders fan. And my dad just like just drops what he's talking about, and he looks at me with nothing but sorrow and sadness in his eyes, and he looks at me in the eyes, and he says, "Son, I hate the fucking Raiders," and like it was just, it just floored me. <laughs> my entire NFL life was a lie. Was a fucking <laughs> lie, oh, no. and I was just, I was lost. Like, so now I feel like you just got to pick a team and just ride with them. And I picked the Titans. Since you don't really have an allegiance, per se. And I picked the Titans because it's my state. I mean, Nashville is like, Nashville could be a whole nother community. Tennessee is a true state that is divided in three parts. West, fuck you all, die. <laughs> Middle, mm, okay. Yeah. I mean, Memphis is pretty much Arkansas. Yeah, Memphis is Arkansas. Arkansas um, East Tennessee is all that fucking matters. And even for my non-regional listers, East Tennessee is all that fucking matters. <laughs> Nashville is like, yeah, what the fuck ever, dude. Um, it's really hard for me to be a Titans fan, but I try. Like, I give it a good old fucking shot. Um, I don't know how to do it any other way, man. But I'm still like kind of tied to the Raiders because I lied to myself for that fucking long, thinking my pops like the Raiders. Well, the Raiders is definitely not a franchise you want to be tied to, especially not right now. Not right now. I so mean, I think you should stick with your your Titans pick. And I mean, I was ride close, with those guys. I was close to riding with you. Like I was really, really close to riding with the Vikings. Well, you come up for a game and it's, you might that's how much mind. I fuck with you, dude. Like when I was mind. like, really like trying to, when I put it up to a vote, what I have, I had <laughs> new Orleans, I had Vikings and, and I had Titans. Titans. Yeah. The vote was close. I'm pretty sure the Vikings were right there. Second choice. I mean, they removed the Titans. I mean, I was, I was above, 
the Saints on that because you can't just get behind Kamara, you know. I, I can't. You don't fuck with Kamara. I, I don't. I don't mind Kamara, but you I, don't fuck with Kamara, and like that kind of hurts my heart. I hate the Saints. You don't fuck with Kamara. I I love Kamara. I hate the Saints. You but don't I fuck do with Kamara. I love Kamara. Do you? I do love Kamara. I hate the Saints and bootstraps Breeze. Yeah. And Sean Payton. Yeah. But I do love Kamara. I wish he was on a different team. I thought you didn't fuck with him at all. I was kind of upset at some comments he made in the off season. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I haven't forgotten about that, so I'm hoping we play them again in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. But I do love Kamara. He's a Tennessee guy. Um, can't not like him. You can't not like him. He's he's a funny guy and he's a great player. He's a great I don't personality. Have any towards him. I mean, you've got to appreciate what that man does. Like, he seeks fans out. Like, he lives close enough to the stadium that he doesn't get in the car when he leaves. Like, he walks the fuck home and he seeks people out. There is nobody else in this game that absorbs the culture around him like an Alvin Kamara. Sure. He goes, he seeks people out, he talks to people. Dude, I love that man. I love everything that man stands for. Yeah, I was very upset when uh, the Vikings did not draft him. They had. The what if Green Bay would have got him? Oh, man. You would have been in if hell. Green Bay or the Bears would have gotten him. That would have just been the worst thing ever. Oh, God, imagine if the Bears got him. The, uh, imagine if the Bears had him right now and I know you don't want to acknowledge them as a force oh man no they've had a great season um I, I wonder how much of it is Mitch I don't think Mitch has anything to do with it I he wonder doesn't. how much of it is um just the other teams in the division being a little bit down this year compared to last year yeah I think they've had a good year but I don't really see them doing anything in the playoffs um, I think your threats are definitely, obviously, New Orleans and the Rams. Yeah. Um, I would like to think if the Vikings get in, they can make some noise. I definitely think if they get in and play uh, the Cowboys especially, that's that would be ideal. Cowboys in the first round and then the Rams in the second round. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping for that. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else you want to speak on? No. It's been fun. Um Hopefully, listeners enjoy it. We'll do it again sometime, I'm sure. Yeah, we're going to figure this remote shit out, and then uh, we can keep this shit going. For sure. Yeah, man. Brother, love you. Good to fucking have you out, dude. Um, Last words? Be good or be good at it. It's corny as fuck. No curls in the (laughs) squat rack. See y'all motherfuckers later.